You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. When Holly reached out to me and suggested we talk about how style impacts your sales, I knew this would be a great topic to discuss. However, I had no idea how much I was going to resonate with what she was saying. I really haven't thought about how much of a pause I had actually put on my fashion. I work from home every day. The only time I leave my house is to go to the grocery. I obviously haven't bought any clothes in months. So this is just what I needed to hear, and I have a feeling you will feel the same way. And warning, this episode goes on much longer than our selfish episodes typically do, but I promise you, it's worth every second. Holly, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited for our conversation. Thank you. Me too. Okay, first, just kick us off and tell us about yourself. Well, um, my name is Holly Cates. I am a personal stylist, and a lot of people think a personal stylist is, you know, for the rich and famous or for celebrities and all that is true, but it is sort of, ha- it's sort of trickled down to um, everyday people who are not celebrities using personal stylists, just like you would a personal trainer. Um, and I have a very extensive fashion background um, in New York City, and then I ended up leaving New York City, getting married uh, very late in life, and um, started my own styling business. So I've done um, fashion shows and production and all that kind of stuff and editorial and celebrities, but personal styling is really my first love. And I, I I'm sort of like a therapist, honestly, I meet <laughs> clients and I get the who, what, when, where, why of them and do a closet clean out, do shopping trips and help them develop a style, keep a style and learn how to evolve their style. Um, and I teach people how to, really use fashion and style as a tool to get them ahead and not hold them back because a lot of people are being held back by their image and they don't know why or they don't know. Um, And I also call myself a selfish coach. You know, I'm really good at at teaching people what to, you know, how to put themselves first because a lot of people aren't used Mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. And that's why I'm really glad we connected, um, not only to talk about that, but yeah, um, to, uh, you know, really, because you are not only a stylist, but you have worked extensively on the business side. And um, so I really want to start our conversation today and and really frame it to say, you know, why should we care about fashion, especially since so many of us are working from home? You know, I'm sure many listening, as am I right now in sweatpants and have a top knot bun on the top of our (laughs) head. Uh, I I mean, I just can't tell you the last time I purchased a clothing item in the last year. So I think so many of us have just kind of put a pause on fashion. And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. So I really want to open it up and just ask you, why should we care? I'm so glad you asked because I have an answer. And (laughs) I do corporate styling for major corporations. And I have a huge PowerPoint, talk to them about dress code. And this really falls under that category. excuse me, society is superficial, whether you like it or not, or whether you believe it or not. And it's fact, right? I don't teach you from opinion. I teach you from fact. And if you are a person that does not care about their image, it will affect you and it will hold you back. 
whether you want to acknowledge that or not. People that have been stagnant in their job, in their marriage, in their family, in their career, in any, it, it trickles down to your energy and how you perceive yourself and perceive and are perceived to others in the world. And if you don't believe me, then try it. I mean, it, it, it's just fact. So here's what I know. When style is subjective, it's not what I like. It's what you like. It, it, it's not, it, it's different for everyone, but if your style does not evolve with your age, it will absolutely 1000% hold you back in some capacity. So does that mean you have to be the most stylish person on the planet? No. Does it mean you have to run out and buy a $3,000 bag? No. What that means is you have to do the work to figure out what that means for you. It is actually very similar to going on a diet or using a personal trainer. If you want to go on a diet, you have to figure out what is the root of your weight gain and why you're stress eating or whatever. You can go on a diet and then you can gain the weight back. It doesn't solve the root of the issue. I get to the root of your issue. What is it? Why is this a problem for you? What is your block? And most people have a story, to be honest with you. And some people are, you know, a little bit further down the chain than others. But a lot of people don't understand that it can actually help you and not hinder you. So it, it's a pretty broad answer that I'm giving you, but I'm, I'm happy to drill it down. But again, you know, you are being judged in the first three seconds that someone meets you. And what you want is for someone to do business with you or gain, trust you as, as a, someone who you, they can be their, your client. That's what you want is to build trust and relationships. And so when people look like you're approachable, when you look approachable, then the clothes are secondary, then your personality comes out. That's why it's most important. So whenever you start working with, you know, particularly female business owners, what is a common mistake that you see them making all the time that you really have to work to correct? They are not wearing the right bra. Number one, first <gasps> foremost. Wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's bad. Six, 80% of women in America wear the wrong size bra. So oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Some people aren't too far off, but most people like my last client, I said, when have you been ever, when's the last time you were fitted for a bra? She said, uh, 10 years from never. <laughs> I'm so baffled because it, 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 it is a life skill and not just the bra, but fashion, clothes, style, the right undergarments, blah, 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 blah. It is a life skill that if your parents don't know, then you don't know. And I'm not faulting people that don't know because they've never been taught and they've never been shown. So if you've never been fitted for a bra and your parents never told you that's what you had to do, you probably are guessing. And again, some people guess correctly, but most people don't especially if you're really big up top, you're probably wearing the wrong size bra if you have not been fitted. And this opposite is true. If you are a double negative A and you think you are exempt from this process, you are incorrect. You have to understand the way that your bra fits you makes your clothes lie differently on your body. And if you're going over that, if you're skimping over that, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
Oh, Holly, you have just like blown my mind. So I, I want to stay on that point. What do we do? Do we go to a professional or is it something we can do at home to, to get that correct size? I mean, you can do it at home, but please don't. Okay. <laughs> please don't. Please go to a department store or a specialty store mm-hmm. and ask to be fitted. Now, please understand different lines of lingerie fit differently. Mm. I might be an F here and I might be a double D somewhere else. Okay. That's why you have to go to my bras are are from like Cadillac store, right? You know, like Mm -hmm. I have the Mm -hmm. best of the best of the best. That is me. My bras are anywhere from 85 to $125 because bras are clothing items these days. You don't have to spend that. But what you have to do is go to a very nice department store and ask them to be fitted. And then whatever fits in your price range, they will find you whatever fits in your price range at that size that you Mm -hmm. are. If you do not do it, you are guessing. And when you are guessing and you are incorrect, your clothes do not lie lie on your body the right way. Oh, this is such good nuggets. Okay. So if somebody's listening to this and they're saying, yeah, step one, need to go get a, um, get my sizing done, um, get fitted for a new bra. Mm -hmm. But if they're wondering, do they need to hire a stylist? Like, what is the kind of checklist that they need to go through in their head to determine if they need a stylist? Do you hate shopping? If the answer is yes, if you cannot scream that from the mountaintops loud enough, you need a stylist. Hmm. If you are stuck and you are have fear base around fashion and clothes, it, it you need a stylist. If you do not enjoy the process of getting dressed, if you are a person that only is a creature of habit. So let's just say I'm a size six and I've been a size six for the past 10 years. Why do I need new clothes? You need a stylist. Mm. That means you're stuck. And it's okay. That's what people don't understand about hiring a stylist. You're not good. You're not bad. You're not fat. You're not skinny. You're not ugly. You're not pretty. It is just fact. If you are stuck, if you don't know how to shop, if you don't enjoy shopping, if you don't think you can afford to shop, you are wrong. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. Because you are holding yourself back. And that's why I'm a therapist. I mean, not licensed, mm-hmm. obviously. Right, right. <laughs> I call myself a therapist. I mean, I'm like a style coach mm-hmm. because I'm getting to the bottom of the why. Let me give you some examples of some blocks. Is your laundry a block? If you're if you don't have a laundry system in your house to where the clothes get washed and come back to you and then they get hung up correctly and folded correctly, you have a block. That's hold that's that is holding your style back. If you and your husband or your partner are sharing a space in your closet and y'all are slobs, 
and you have zero closet organization and you don't know what's what, you don't know what fits you and you don't know what you like, that is a block. That is holding you back from evolving your style. If you have a financial block, if you're on a really tight budget, let's just say you're on one income and you're on a really tight budget and you think you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't afford this, you can't, you can't, that's blocking your style. Hmm. All of that goes into blocking. Well, that's adorable. You know, I'm on a very tight budget. I have three kids. I'm a single mom. There is money there that can be applied to you that you're not, you're not giving to yourself. You're just giving it all to your kids. Give, give, give. And that's my putting yourself at the bottom of the list lecture. So if you put yourself at the bottom of the list, it's okay. It doesn't matter. My husband thinks I look good. No, 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 whatever. You're holding yourself back, mm. right? If you don't look in the mirror and say, I look great, then you are holding yourself. Your image is holding your back. The opposite of true, I style men as well. If you put everything on your girls, right? Let my wife do the shopping. She looks good. My kids can da da da. Nobody's looking at me. I'm fine. No, my husband looks great. He is a reflection of me. If I look good, you got to look good. Mm. Okay. You don't get to not being sorry. No, boo. No. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it works both ways. And the same thing with the dad who does, who's too lazy to do anything and, or the woman who's fed up with her husband, not looking current, you know, or in style my, and I always say, if your husband looks bad, that's your fault. Why is that your fault is because he doesn't know. And he doesn't know because no one is taking the time to show him. I'm not saying you have to take on that role. Hire him a stylist. Take him to the store. Find somebody great in the store and come back in an hour. Let him work with somebody at the store. He doesn't know. And it's not his fault. He doesn't know. He's never been shown. I'm not a rocket scientist either. No one has shown me how to do that. I had a client who was a swim coach and she ran the whole swim program at this major club and she had these, a lot of blocks. And I said, let me ask you, what would you do if I came to you as an adult and I didn't know how to swim? And she said, oh, that's like, so not a big deal. We'd get you in the water and then we get you to the side and then we put you underwater. I said, it's the same thing. You have never been shown. If some, no one ever taught me how to swim, it is the exact same thing. And yeah. it's okay that you don't know. It is okay. Not everyone is a shopping genius. Not everyone is a style icon. It, it doesn't matter. Let's get you to a place where you feel like you look great and you can show your kids how to dress as they evolve and go through life. Because I tell you, when I work with HR people in corporations, they have all new hires out of college. They don't know, have any money. They don't know how to dress. They're wearing the same clothes they wore in college. And it's a problem. It, it's a big problem for hires coming out of college. So it, it's, a, it's a trickle down effect. And so I always say, once they start being able to dress themselves and pick out their own clothes. I have stages for ages of how to train <laughs> yeah. kids. Oh gosh. I mean, you're speaking my language, Holly, like all of this. And I'm sure there's 
so many people listening that really are connecting with, you know, the blocks that you're mentioning are, are thoughts that we think every day, yeah. but you know, and, and so I'm sure there, there's going to be plenty that are ready for that stylist, but if there's anybody listening that, you know, maybe feels like they're going to go at it alone for a bit and don't feel quite ready to start working with a stylist, is there any tips that you can give them other than go get fitted for a bra? Is there any other tips that they can really start to work on um, to get to that point? Yes. Do your homework. If you're not ready, that's totally fine. I have people that call me and all they want to do is talk about it and then I don't hear from them ever again. And that's okay. It's your journey. It's whatever you need. If you think, you know what? I used to like to shop because there's a lot of women out there like that too. I used to love shopping before blah, blah, blah. Mm. Or I used to look great when blah, blah, blah. I worked in the 80s or whatever before I stayed home with my kids. Then you've got it in you. You just have to dust it off. And you need to go online and you need to do your homework and figure out Maybe I like the skirt. I like this look. Go on blogs, go on Pinterest, type in fashion over 30 or fashion at 50 or whatever you're, you are and get some ideas and some inspiration and say, I love that, but I can't afford that. So how do I, how do I do that? I love these type of jeans. I've always wanted to wear those. Maybe where do they sell them in my area? So let me go try on some jeans and see if I like it. That is number one. That is step one. And in all of you people, uh, all of you people, anyone out there <laughs> who is, uh, who was really interested in get and taking that first step, that is the best way to give your time back to you. Help you help yourself, right? Figure out, go on Vogue.com, go on, I mean, that's pretty high fashion actually, but go on your favorite department store. There are tabs, what's trending, what's new, what's on sale. Use those resources. They're there for a reason. I don't care if you go in the store, look at the mannequin and say, wrap it up. That's Mm -hmm. okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it just doesn't matter. Start somewhere and then that will lead you to the next step. Yeah, I think that's, I'm like writing down notes for myself <laughs> on my agenda for the day. I'm like, yep, need to do that, need to do that. Okay, this is so good, Holly. So I want to talk a little bit more about your entrepreneur journey. So um, when you think back to kind of all of the stages of um, your business, what parts do you really enjoy the most, uh, you know, just in general about being an entrepreneur? What I enjoy the most is the one-on-one. A lot of people, so let me preface it with this. The the business trend today is to put online courses so you can reach millions of people at once. I am the opposite of that. I'm very old-fashioned. I work with one person at a time. And I mean, is that right or wrong? I don't know. But this is what people need. I can't do a one size fits all, take this course, you'll be, no. It, what I do for some stylist, it does work that way. It does not work that way for me. And it never will because everyone has a different story. And I have to hold your hand literally and get you to say yes and get you to understand, yes, you can. 
And that's what I'm best at is getting in your soul. (laughs) My podcast partner says I have no boundaries. I like to say I will not (laughs) ignore a cry for help, but I am the neutral party, the best friend that you never knew you needed to light the fire under you to say, this is holding you back. And if you're cool with that, fine. But I don't think you're okay with that. So how do we get out of this hole? And usually one thing leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. But the number one blocks are money and time. I don't have any money. I don't have any time. Let's Mm. find the money and let's find the time. Cut your cable off. I don't care. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a million things that you can do if you think you don't have a budget for clothes. Yes, you do. You have a budget for food, don't you? You have a budget for your kids to do everything in the pl- on the planet. For you, if you skimp on you, and this is what I say to my moms, especially my new moms, if you skimp on you, your entire family will suffer. Mm. And if you do not believe me, please try it. Please try it. And you will see little by little the way your children feel about themselves, the way they feel about their bodies, the way they treat other people, the way you are. This is why parenthood is so hard. And that's why I don't want to do it. Okay. I don't want to have a baby. I don't want to do it. It is too hard. I leave that to people who are born mothers. Okay. And if you are, I have a calling from God and God bless you. You are a born mother It is your children are absorbing from you 24-7. And style and fashion, like I said, is a life skill that gets pushed by the wayside because people don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather have you try and miss than not try because people that don't try have children that don't try. Mm. Mm. I'd rather you dress too young, too old, too sexy, too whatever, I'd rather you do that than not try. Ooh, everybody let that sink in. Mm -hmm. And I see it all the time. And people that, it doesn't matter. It's okay. No, no, no. Or I'm not going to wear makeup. That's another big soapbox that I have. Just to go into the workplace and not wear makeup as a woman is disrespectful. I'm sorry. It is. Mm. It is disrespectful. And I am not telling you to be glammed up. I am telling you to put on a five-minute face, and that is all anyone needs for the office. You want to do more? Great. Do more. I I don't care. Don't show up to work with no makeup on, and just because you wear glasses doesn't mean you don't get to not wear makeup. Sorry. I mean, especially with Zoom now. I mean, my husband has a lot of people underneath him. And he's like, if I see one more person on Zoom with a baseball hat, it's not, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, you don't get to do that. You're still at work. And I'm not saying glammed up, like you have to be like on a night out on the town, but you need to put on makeup. Now, I don't know anyone on the planet, even supermodels that don't get to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. And it is part of style. Just bringing that energy that you, even on Zoom, bringing that energy that you would bring in the office and just showing that you're, you're, you're here, you're ready to work. Yeah. I mean, and it's so hard at home because you're still juggling at office, at the office, excuse me. I think it's easier because you don't have to be at home. Right. You don't have to hear the drama 
of what's going on. When you're at home, some people think it's easier. Some people think it's harder. I mean, I, I would say if you have little kids, I would say it's a lot harder. It's a new normal. You have to adjust. But you only have to be dressed from the waist up. Nobody sees you. Come on now. I mean, you know, it's it's okay. But don't look like you rolled out of bed. That That's all I ask. Mm. I mean, I even emailed you this morning and said, is this audio or video? I'm not afraid to say I'm in my workout clothes, but that's okay because no one's looking at me. It's, it's okay. I mean, you don't have to be glammed up, but you have to try. Yeah. You have to try. And different levels of trying for different people look differently. And so someone who excuse me, is a, who feels like they're, you know, a certain size or they're not that the weight they want to be at, you know, that's the number one block that they have. How do we get through that? Actually, it is, you know, I'll say this for anyone who is plus size. It is the best time in the history of humanity to be plus size. Mm. You have zero excuse. I mean, zero. This, if, if 20 years ago, we would not be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Today, if you're plus size, you have more options, more choices than anyone ever. I mean, so you have zero excuse. If you like fashion and style, you just don't know what to do. You're halfway there. If you, I mean, it, you're already there. It's the people that are not interested. That's a tough sell. That's a tough sell. Because people who think fashion and style is not important, it, it's that's not my client. That, mm-hmm. That's my that that is they'll never wear makeup. They'll never do anything different. They'll never shut. They're only going to wear the same clothes. I mean, that's that's a different person. Right. But if you are like, I want to look good, I just don't know what to do. Give me a shout out. If you don't want to <laughs> use me, that's okay. Find someone else. I have. 10 other people, if you, I'm not for everyone. If you, I, I have 10 other people, stylists who I could refer you to. I mean, I'm very forthcoming when it comes to, you don't like me? Great. Let's find somebody you like. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not for everybody, but I have a very no nonsense, non sugarcoating attitude that these pants don't fit. Great. Let's keep it moving. I get a lot of tears and it, the tears are because you're you're, it's hard for you to leave that phase of your life. It is hard when you're done having kids and you, and I make you give your maternity clothes away. That's hard. Mm. That's that's hard. Maybe you never, you, maybe you wanted to have another baby and you kept your maternity clothes and you never did. That's really hard, Mm. but it's time because you know what? It's holding you back. It's holding you back. If your hair is down to your butt, it's holding you back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just is. Yeah. It, 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 I'm sorry. It just is. You know, and, and, and there's a million different scenarios that I can give you, but there's so many ways to start on your own. So Holly, do you work with people virtually? I mean, you're, you're mentioning yes. a lot of things about, you know, in person, but yeah, so you, you can do this virtually or in person. Absolutely. I, some people don't want to meet with me because of COVID valid. So what we do is sort of a condensed version of 
what I would do in person. So we have a one hour consultation. I don't, you know, it takes an hour to get all the information I need. Then what I do is I do a virtual look lookbook for you with active links and it's like a mood board. And then I pick out all the clothes and then we have another one hour conversation. And then I explain what it is, why it's there and help you decide what to get. And then we can do another call after that where we can have a fashion show and you can try everything on for me. I've done that too. And people are like, what do you think? Do you like this? No, no, no. It's too big. It's too whatever. And then I kind of guide you that way. What I don't recommend is a virtual closet clean out because I have to be there. Hmm. And and some people don't want me to come in their closet. I get it. Some people just want to do shopping. I I mean, I can just think this is like such a valuable service even like you said the the virtual fashion show even being able to say does this look good on me and be an yeah. objective opinion yes. to say you know no I don't love that on you or it, like it, let's switch it out it, totally and that's what's so hard about people who think style equals I'm pretty style equals I'm skinny style equals I'm good I'm better in the world it's it's what it really means is let's put the best version of you over the threshold outside your house so people see how amazing you are. Because if you are dressed super dumpy, I don't know how amazing you are because you're not sending me that message. I don't know you. I might want to hire you. And again, you might meet your husband in the grocery store. You don't know, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, you don't know. So stop telling me there's no good men out there. You're not going to date anymore. You're not going to do that. You don't know. So shut your hole and let's get you started. (laughs) Holly's dropping some truth bombs on us right now. I mean, it's just, I've heard it so many times, you know, especially people who are divorced. You know, I'm divorced. I'm this. I'm that. I mean, believe me, plenty of women out there are like, uh, ready, okay, ready. Some mm-hmm. people throw themselves on the railroad tracks, tracks and say, do me. I mean, th- that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking mm-hmm. about people who need that push and say, you know what? It's time. It's time for me. And every person, I mean, not every, most people, they say, I should have done this 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's, again, it is never too late. My oldest client I had, I think she was 72. That was my oh. oldest client. That's amazing. And, yeah. It's never too late ever. It's just when you're ready. And I do want to say this. If you're not ready, that's okay. That is the beginning of being ready. That's what's so interesting about this what I do. I think it's so important. You know, we've talked a lot about kind of how this positions you to the outside world and how others can perceive you. But, you know, I have to think about the mental shift that happens within oneself once you are able to show up and be, have that confidence from really looking down at your outfit and saying like, oh my gosh, I love this outfit. Not this was the only thing that fit, or this was the only thing that was clean in my closet. And so I threw it on, but like, I love what I have on. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to love it every day, but you should love it most days. I mean, you really should. That is, and if you're not there, 
we need to get you there. I mean, if I read you to the thank you notes that I get for the energy shift, Mm. I mean, I I, I can, I'll, one, my clients, excuse me, she said, my husband says I look more awake. Mm. I mean, Mm -hmm. the best story I have, and I'll make it quick my client who is labor and delivery nurse. So of course you're wearing scrubs every day. And that's really hard because, you know, you can't look like you roll out of bed, you're wearing scrubs. And then she got a promotion. She's like, okay, so my patients aren't on drugs anymore. So I have to wear makeup to work and I don't have to be at work at 3 Mm a.m. And so she got to wear regular clothes to work as a nurse. She was moved to a different department anyway. So when we went shopping, she was did not want, she felt, I want to talk about the difference between getting dressed and being dressed up. If you're not used to getting dressed and putting together an outfit every day, you're like, I'm so dressed up. I'm so dressed up. You're not, you're dressed. So I had a very difficult time with her trying to get dresses. And she is like, I, it's so dressy and I don't need it. And no, 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 whatever. Of course I made her buy three dresses. Mm -hmm. She calls me the next week. She said, yeah, um, remember how I didn't want to get those dresses and especially the most expensive one that I fought with you and then I ended up getting it anyway? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, it just so happens that I won the most prestigious award in my hospital and the thing is this Friday and I'm going to wear that dress. (laughs) Mic drop. You never know. I said, you're welcome. Yep. You're welcome. You oh, don't the know pressure that like comes on you. If oh, she didn't God. have that in her closet. I said, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So stop it. And let's figure out what shoes you're going to wear now, for God's sake. Okay. It's not done. It's not complete. Yeah. And she was like, I, in all honesty, she said, I knew I was nominated, but I did not know I was going to win. And thank God I have that dress because I would have died. I would have died. I mean, she's divorced. She's got two small kids. I mean, when was I going to go shopping? Hello. I mean, come on. I would have scrambled to find something to wear. And she said, I won that award. I got my picture. I'm getting my pictures taken in that dress. It's going to look amazing. I'm going to get my makeup done. I'm going to get my hair done, you know, whatever, the whole thing. And it just really made me feel good that I, I, it, it is proof. People say, what goes up comes down. What goes around comes around. When you set the stage in your closet for you to be fabulous, you, you, you will have fabulous things to do. You will. You, you, the universe will reciprocate. And Say that again, Holly. I feel like that, that needs, that needs another moment. When you set the stage in your closet with fabulous things, then the universe will reciprocate and you will have places to go and you will have things to do. And, you know, you don't, I, my biggest pet peeve in people, when people say after COVID, there is no after COVID new flat mm-hmm. new slash. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to adjust to this lifestyle and there's not going to be some magic free moment when we get to throw our mask away. It, it, not right now. It, it right. is here to right. stay. And we have to adjust and we cannot be expected to stay in home, at home, inside every day, not see anyone, not socialize. It's not realistic. 
So whatever the line in the sand is for you, maybe you have a girls night out in your backyard, or maybe you go out to dinner with another couple or whatever you do slowly to kind of regain your social life back. You're not going to sit at home and do nothing forever. So mm-hmm. stop it. Okay. And I told my other client, <clears throat> I said, she's like, I'm not going back to work till September. And I'm not going back. I said, please stop saying you're not going back to work because you're not going back to work tomorrow. And maybe you're not going back to work till this time, but your ass is going back to work. I'm sorry. And stop, yeah. stop saying you're not, you are going back to work, whether it's two days a month or whether it's whatever you're going back to work. Everyone is going back to work eventually in some capacity, some way. Not everybody, but I would say 60% of people will come go back to the office in some way. So don't think, don't get comfortable and think, I'm not, it doesn't matter. I'm not going anywhere. That's the biggest excuse that people have now. Well, I'm not going anywhere and we're not doing anything. And no, 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 no. Okay, so does that mean you just give up? No, it doesn't. It means that we have to adjust to COVID and we have to adjust to smaller gatherings and seeing family in bits and pieces and seeing friends in bits and pieces and letting your children, whatever you're comfortable with, go out and do something with a friend or whatever that means for you. It doesn't give you an excuse not to get dressed up or not to get dressed just because it's COVID now. Sorry, boo. That's, we just have to, we have to work around that. And that's hard. That That's not easy. And, that, and that's what I've been guiding people on lately. Um, I had another client who was like, I'm, I, you know, she's the opposite. She's like, I'm going to LA for six months on, on this job. And I'm like, okay, let's figure out what you got to wear there because you got to wear a mask. You got to wear the, you know, no, 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 whatever her restrictions were. Let's figure that out. And so we figured that out for the next six months for her, what she was going to wear. Oh, this is so good, Holly. I mean, I, I think it, it's such a breath of fresh air, we, you know, because I, as I started the conversation, you know, I feel like myself included, we've put a pause on, on fashion. So Mm -hmm. I love that you're really reframing our thinking about this so that we can start making that shift in our mind to come back around. Because as we've talked about, this is, this is not so much a physical transformation as a, as a mental transformation for us as well. So I love this. I love this. I love this. Okay. So not only are you a stylist, but as you mentioned, you're you call yourself a, a selfish queen. So selfish talk, coach, a selfish coach. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So how do you like to be selfish? I think I look good and that's not being frivolous or superficial or braggy. I feel like I look good. I want to look better. I mean, I always want to look better. I take the time to figure out what I need what's next for me, what's evolving, what's, you know, I mean, you are come from the spa industry, which is where I need coaching. Okay. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, you know, I, I did not get the hair and makeup gene. That's something that I've had to learn, which is not easy for me. And I really don't enjoy it. So I always try to watch a video or figure out a makeup trick or, do something that makes me feel like I look better than I did yesterday. And it maybe it's once a month, maybe when it's when I'm bored, maybe when it's like, crap, I'm going out to dinner tonight 
and I promised myself I'd learn how to do my eyeshadow. You know, maybe it, my husband likes to make fun of me because I have this eyeshadow palette and it literally came with flashcards. So he's like, oh. my wife's using these eyeshadow flashcards. And I'm like, I need them. <laughs> like, I don't- They're there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know how to do it. So anyway, um, that's what I do for myself. Hair and makeup is my weakness. I'm not going to lie. And so I like to- figure out what I'm doing wrong or what I can do better. That's what I like to do for self-care. And, you know, and I want to be very clear. It's not about buying, 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 buying. It's not. It is a little bit if you don't have enough, enough to wear. But I definitely, you know, mix old with new, right? I mean, figure out what you like, what you can keep that you can mix with new. Because it's not about throw everything away and start over. It is that's really not what I teach. It's let's keep the best of the best and figure out what you need that's new. Maybe it's jeans. Maybe it's maybe your shoe game is weak. You know, a big problem people have is with handbags. You know, like they it's a lot of money to spend that on a one handbag, but mm-hmm. that's what people see. And it is, you think about the CPW, which is the cost per wear. That's the little formula I came up with. Cost per wear. You're gonna spend a thousand dollars on a handbag. Well, you're going to use it for the next three years. Okay. So a thousand dollars divided by 365 days a year for three years. Come on. I mean, that's just how you have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. You know, and so you don't have to have 20 bags, but you should have a boss lady bag. Okay. You should Mm. not be having, uh, you know, I mean, you shouldn't be carrying around some, I mean, I, I'm telling you women who look really, really young is a, is a problem. And I've worked with women who are like, if I have one more person who asks me, you know, whatever, you got good genes. Sorry. Okay. But you're also carrying a back sack. You look like a grad student. Mm. You need to get a grown lady bag. You're carrying your laptop every day with this, with this, whatever. Put your lunch in there. Stop carrying your, because you're trying to save money. You're not saving money. Buy yourself a new bag and stop. Please stop. I don't know about you all, but I just heard permission to go shopping. For oh, new, yes. For a new yes. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. And it's not, again, it's it's subjective to your budget, your personality, and what you need. That's what it's subjective for. But stop saying you can't because yeah. you can. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more? Yes. Styling more people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Touching 100%. Yeah. I mean, t- I wish... For me, and I'm putting this in the universe, that there was a waiting list of people to work with me because mm-hmm. it is tough for people to come around to it. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough sell for me. It's tough. But when people are done, I, I like to say I create style monsters. The monsters I create, people are texting me. Oh, my God. Can you believe her? I saw her in the airport. What is she wearing? Oh, my God. Look at this guy. I like it. If I get one more compliment, I can't get any work done. Everyone's talking about my <laughs> shoes. And I, I mean, I, that's the, these are the phone calls that I get. Oh, that's cool. That's such a good feeling. Oh, yeah. I mean, my friend um, who is an attorney, she got, I call I, I make fun of her. She goes to these lawyer conventions. They're all online now. But she's like, if one more person stops me about my shoes, like I can't, I, I can't get any work done. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome. you're welcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she is you drinking. Did your job the Kool-Aid. And she's like, everyone's asking me about my jacket. Oh my God. Everyone loves my bag. Like people are stopping me. People are, and that's what happens because it's not about your bag. It's about you. It's about you looking the way you do 
with those shoes on, with that bag. People are noticing. People are noticing because you're used to blending in the wall. You don't blend into the wall anymore. You just don't. And mm-hmm. so people are like, what? What? What's happening? What's going on with Nancy? Okay. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, other, I have another attorney. She's like, but I'm in nonprofit law. You don't understand. No one in my office dresses up. I said, you don't have to explain to me how terrible everyone in your office looks. I already know, mm-hmm. but you're going to be the best looking person in your office. That's what you're going to do. No one dresses up because no one knows what to do. That's why. That's why. Right. But you will know. You will know. Holly, what is next for you? My podcast. We have a podcast um, with my partner and I call, we call it Fashion Crimes Podcast. And my, you know, we're funny and fresh and fashionable. And we talk about all things shopping and sales and fashion. Um, and that is a a networking platform that I'm using to meet people, interview people in the fashion industry, small businesses that are having such a rough time during COVID and just bigger and getting people to find out about me, um, Mm -hmm. getting people to know me. And, you know, the people hire me because they know me. And so the podcast I'm hoping is a great way for people to get to know me and hopefully they'll be ready eventually. And so I I need to, I am creating a movement in the world for people who need permission to say, you know what, it's okay that I'm not going to give my kid this because you know what, I need to save that money for me and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to do that. And you know what? And I, and I always say, you want to be a good mom. You're so worried about being a good mom. You give, you give to you first. That's, that's what's going to make you a good mom. Not the next video game, not this, not whatever they want. Okay. They got enough stuff. They're nine. They got enough stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have enough stuff. You don't have enough. You don't have enough because you feel it. Your husband feels it. Everybody sees it at your office, but to, it's, it takes a lot of guts for you to say, hold the phone, everybody. I, I, I need a little oxygen here. It takes a lot of guts to say that because a lot of people don't do it. They go through life and they don't do it. And they think it's not important. And you know what? It's, it's okay. And if you think that, you know, if, if everyone is stepping on you as a doormat in your house, why don't you go to a hotel for a few days and, and come back and see how well they're doing without you? They're not doing well. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not. They will be scrambling. Somebody's going to have their pants on backwards. So-and-so didn't make it to this. Blah, blah, blah. The, your family, you are the glue that holds your family together. You have to be glued together the strongest. Holly, I, I'm so grateful for the time that you've spent with me today because I think this was such a much-needed pep talk that so many people needed to hear. And it is you you have got become evident that this goes way beyond fashion this way beyond, it, it's never about the clothes that's what's so funny i help you shop i help you stop it's never about the clothes i help you get to your block figure oh, out what your block is this is this has been fantastic well thank you so much for talking with me today and i'm really excited to to continue to see the work that you're going to do thank you Allie. i appreciate it Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.